You're listening to Hutton Orbital Radio News Digest. Somewhere deep in CQ Virginis, the wreckage of a Hutton combat vessel gently bounces off some Thargoid remains. Surrounding them both is a cloud of corrosive green. Further away, deactivated drones, dilapidated Aegis warships and the odd Thargoid arm tumble through space, slowly drifting towards the gas giant below. A tiny dot in the distance winks away as the last ship leaves. A single beacon flashes in the dark, and a signal, not directed at anywhere in particular, starts transmitting. A Thargoid scout vessel studies the signal carefully, putting it through spectrum analyzers, adjusting for human auditory reception ranges, and finally manages to decipher a mysterious set of words. Our mics are live. The year is 3305. It's winter-ish. It's a Thursday and it's approximately 2030. Depending, of course, on where you are, this is Hutton Orbital. I'm Dick Chafing and I'm pushing all the buttons tonight. And joining me and with his hands gaffer taped to his chair so he can't push anything is Rudolf Hucker. That's his mouth you've got gaffer taped. I'm not sure that's better. Would you like your beard back? I think we'd... uh, Better move along quickly! Daylight robbery at Hutton leads to loose lolly loss. Hacks wing fighters lock mug foils in the attack position. Mad Monk mission to Manchester marks milestone. The apology officer from Hotbox is back. Atrus is thoroughly confused this week, but at least he's got his voice back. Lou's having a sulk about the naughty step. And enormous news from Norma Snockers. First tonight, Hutton's Zero-G trained security team of Momus Box Spaniels are on the hunt for a fugitive or fugitives that are behind a series of break-ins on visiting ships to the orbital. Commander Evenstar was the first to report that persons unknown had smashed the canopy on his Type 6 and stolen all of the loose change that had fallen down the cracks on his spacesuit as well as his prized antique edition of the Best of the Brits 2019 album. Others have reported money going mysteriously missing from their accounts after visits to the bar, and suspect that they may have been slipped something potent as they awoke with monster hangovers. There has been a spate of pickpockets incidents that have led to the theft of at least one library card, a copy of the Collected Adventures of Space Team, condensed edition, 
and in one Herculean effort, the entire back catalogue of Drew Wager's novels. The security team have stated that if it wasn't for zero gravity, someone might have put their back out moving that particular one. If anyone sees a shady character or characters lurking with intent and they aren't wearing a Hutton decal, they should get on the dog and bone and contact Alvin's crack security team as soon as possible. With Alvin's decree this week that the Thargoids are entirely too close for comfort and he would really rather not have one of our stations catch fire any time soon, he convened the Hackswing Fighters, a group of rather eager, if utterly unprepared, Hutton truckers who descended on the nearby systems of C.E. Bootis and C.Q. Virginis with a singular mission, stop the Thargoids dead in their tracks. After a few false starts, the team began driving the Thargoids back, spending their way, at, well, the entire way, through billions of credits of Void Opals raised last month. With wild abandon, they wildly abandoned their ships when glowing green goo, little fuckers and lightning blasts turned said ships to bits and pushed their fleet to retreat. Undaunted, they honed their skills on marauders, berserkers, inciters and the odd cyclops, whilst keeping a beady eye on passing basilisks and the odd medusa. Finally, the wing found their feet and drove Tharg to defeat, issuing a Hutton wedgie the size of which hasn't been seen since George's pants came into our grasp. Unfortunately, in a rare occurrence for Hutton, our efforts have to date been in vain. CQ Virginis is being named CQ totally funked, and the booty continues to sag. What's worse is that Tharg the Mighty has now attacked another system near Hutton Space, this time only 17 light years from Trepin and 26 from Alpha Centauri. There will be more later in this bulletin from Atrus 5060, but in the meantime, Alfred needs you to draw a muggy line in the virtual space sand and stop the Thargoid advance before things get all serious. Unless, of course, he attacks LHS 340, in which case we don't really mind. So, save the virgins, clean the booties and go home rich. And, of course, hopefully not covered in corrosive green goo. The only sane representative of the Mad Monks of Van Manen, one commander, Viger Starseed, has confirmed that he will be sending a delegation to Saul in April for negotiations with the Hutton truckers about access to their special home-brewed fortified wines and their special blend tobacco, used in incest burners, of course, as well as a delightful range of hair shirts. In return for being allowed to ply their trade in the tour station and give their rather hippie blend of blessings, tantric diddly doodah teachings, and cunning beard trimming to the masses once more. Alvin's always open to a good deal, but he's not sure whether they're vegetarians, and if they are, whether they'll be able to offer the standard tribute of sausages and special meat dog treats to keep him happy. The venue for the Bow Wow Pow Wow will be in the lovely seaside city of Manchester in the Sol system, long viewed by visitors to the home of humanity as one of the premier beaches in Northern Europe. <coughs> All nearby Hutton truckers are invited to attend and will be treated to a ringside seat at the negotiations. Um, possibly even some tasting samples. Hmm.
What an Orbital Truckers Cooperative Incident Report Form. Incident Location, CE Bootis. Date and Time of Incidents, 2000 Hours, 18th February, 3305. Reporting Officer, Mia Harkness on behalf of Commander Van Tayern. Circulate to, his fluffiness Alvin DeFear, Progenitor Leo Wolf. Type of Incident, Security, Traffic, Property Damage. Type of Damage, Life, Ship and Psychological Scarring. Hey, it's me. I'm reporting on someone else's behalf this week. Normally I wouldn't be allowed, but if you could see poor Commander Vantiaen, you wouldn't understand. The poor old bugger is lying in a side room of the Wolf 124 medical facility. His face and hands are covered in thick bandages, and both legs are encased in bright white plaster stookies and suspended in slings. Around him are good luck charms from a thousand religions, and he's been sedated now, so the screaming, shouting and gibbering has died down to a whimper. The soothing night lights have come on, and the place is quiet. In the background I can hear the rhythmic sighing of Vantian's life support systems, and a tregly, steady trickling sound as his catheter bag fills for the ninth time today. He sighs and says, That's me away, before beginning his story. Oh, the wibble! Well, it all started out sensibly enough. Ha 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 ha! Thug the mighty had been getting too big for his boots. And after a few pints, some of us decided he needed to be given a bloody nose for his troubles. I just popped over to see Bootis with Commanders Graham MK and his battle cutter and Claire Helen in her mighty anaconda. <laughs> I wanted to get in close and dig him in the ribs, so I needed something tough and nimble. The crate-shaped shady lady fit the bill perfectly. So I thought. We picked up a distress call and and in we went. Broke formation and gave him what for. Then we realised old Sarg was flying his custom basilisk. The sprig of white... No, lucky white heather I keep in my cockpit wilted. If I had to pick a single moment, I'd say that's probably when everything went a little bit pear-shaped. Tharg spewed suckers and lightning like it was going out of fashion. I was losing plates faster than a Welsh dresser on re-entry, so I hit the boost button and made a run for it. I noticed the afterburners light up on Graham's cutter to my left. He swept majestically past my bow. I thought I was in the clear, until I noticed one of those silly big nacelles coming side-on at my cockpit. last thing I saw was a gigantic Guttermeyer logo, and then I was in the escape pod heading to the nearest station. The inertial dampeners in those things are basic. So guess who got a travel sick on the way back? The pod malfunctioned and it clattered along the superstructure of the station before dropping me inside it. My insurance company had already received notice of my ship's destruction. So they had a replacement waiting for me on the landing pad. Then off I went back to the fray. I shouted a cheery, I'm back! As I came in across the Thargoid's tail, just in time to hear Claire say, Oops, as her four shard cannons discharged. And there I was, spinning around and around in an escape capsule again, like an old sock on spin cycle. My lucky rabbit foot came loose from its chain and flew up, hitting me in the eye. This time a really grumpy insurance rep showed me to the courtesy crate. <laughs> all of the cockpit had been freshly valeted and had a brand new canopy installed, so it wasn't all bad. Well, it did look a bit beaten up, and only had the factory spec paint job. 
Back I went, and this time I told them I was coming before I dropped in. As I came out of Supercruise, I had a smashing sound as my vanity mirror fell off the rear wall and smashed on the floor. I thought it was a bit odd, as we were in zero-g, but... <sighs> if that was all I had to worry about, then who cared? It wasn't all I had to worry about, of course, was it? We were getting really torn into Tharg this time, and I was going full guns and the old remote flak. You remember those civilians we came to rescue? Well, one of those silly sods flew straight into a cloud of suckers. And one of my flak charges got a bounty for it, and his mates, guess what, got really angry. They set about me like cow at an all-you-can-eat buffet. And Hull was critical. There were big cracks all across my canopy and cockpit bulkheads. Graham and Claire both came to rescue me on full afterburners. Repair limpets fired from both ships. And, yeah, collided with my ship. The cracks became gaps as the hull plates broke apart. Looked behind my chair just as the canopy started to go and the mirror shards flew across the cockpit with all the escaping and uh, managed to hit me full in the face. The skate pod again. This time it had a faulty thruster, so I got thrown around in there like a meatball in a food fight. By the time I got to the station, everything was broken, and I was transferred here. His voice trails off as he finally falls into a fitful sleep. His body occasionally jerks, and he yelps like a puppy dreaming about rabbits. <laughs> I look around at all of his good-look charms, and they are intact. Maybe the worst is over. As I get up to leave, I see Vanteyan's battered white flight suit hanging on the back of the door. I touch the material and say a silent prayer for my friend's recovery. Then I see it. A royal blue stain appears and spreads from the pen pocket onto the sleeve of the jacket. I don't know what happened after that because I ran away and left him. I'm back. Anyway. I'm lonely. <coughs> anyway. Happy National Sticky Bun Day. Mia Harkness, Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Sorry again. Reporting on behalf of Commander Van Zeyen. Good evening, trackers. Atrus5060 reporting in this week with the latest intel on the Thargoids from Canon Research. It's another grim-looking week for humanity. After a valiant effort by many groups to repel the Thargoids, however, we were unsuccessful in lifting all the incursions and infestations. To add to our list of woes, late last night, Eagle Eye reported six new targets before it was taken offline for the weekly server maintenance by Aegis technicians. Unfortunately, given our little notice we received, we were unable to defend those stations as well. <sighs> we are now facing a total of 17 incursions that need to be lifted. The systems under Thargoid Assault are LTT-911, LTT-5455, Ross-409, Selanio, Asterope, Atlas, HIP-23395, HIP-24046, Seabootis, CQ Virginis, Kareko, Vegeding, Ariatia, Camelus, Palanti, Apishna, and Anka. Both combat and rescue pilots are needed in all 17 systems to lift the incursions and evacuate civilians from the burning stations. GQ Virginius, CE Bootis and LTT 5455 are systems close to Hutton Space. 
which stands between the Thargoids and Sol. Continue with efforts to lift the incursions in both these systems to keep humanity's birthplace safe. Hold the line, truckers! Good luck out there. For the mug! Traders will be happy this week that there's money to be made, with six systems in boom and another three pending. And with an outbreak looming in Epsilon Indy, it's going to be a good week for trucking of all varieties. Diplomats will also be in demand. Having won the first round of the election in Stein, we have another pending in PSPF-LF2, so all the good stuff in those systems for the duration, please. On that note, it's not an exciting week in our systems for the pew-pews, with the elections and a lack of pirates. So, if that's your thing, we need a Thargoid Investigations clearing up. We need to stick the boot into them in LTE 5455 with the cheeky vert... No, no, sorry. That should be... We're taking them on in CE Bootis, LT5455 and Jiku Virginis. Wing up and show the little fuckers they shouldn't mess with truckers. In Wolf 25, we're dangerously close to the Wolf 25 Gold State PLC. So if you're not winning elections, filling your coffers, smashing Thargoids or out exploring on the far side of the galaxy, that's the place to focus. Finally, we're pending expansion again. We don't want to expand, but we're going to. From, guess where, LHS340. Now, for those of you that aren't aware, and because apparently at least one of you isn't, stay out of LHS340. Always. As my good friend the custodian Drew Peacock succinctly, succinctly put it, the only good thing you can do in LHS340 is to bugger off out of it. With a large stash of bounties being both hunted and handed in in the system, it spiralled into expansion, with the careless commander being dispatched to Cubicle 3 for cleaning duties, after which they will be exiled to the naughty step until the smell has abated. Where will our new home be? Watch this space. Over in Colonia, they have an election of their own, one that we'd like to win. This is in tier, so we want to consolidate our position there. If you could focus bounties on Dorito, missions in tier, and data in Eol Procol Centauri, that should keep us on track. And remember, of course, no pew pew in tier. Now, over to Norma. I hear she's got a competitive pair. We have two competing combat CGs this week. A long-standing enmity between two military leaders has escalated into hostilities in the Drevulada system. Details later. Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple, or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons. 
plus my daughter's at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. <coughs> Dead meat. Sure. Apart from the sending pictures of hairy, scary arms, what does it all mean? It basically means we're out killing Thargoids. Um, the, the, the expansion will take care of itself. We don't really want it, but it's going to happen. So we will have a new home. I think... I can't remember where the predicted system is, but I think there's another player group in there, so that'll be an interesting relationship that we have to build. Because I don't think retreats are anywhere near as easy anymore. But the only real thing apart from the Thargoids is Wolf 25 is looking like it's we're getting caught rapidly by the Gold State. So we need to get in there and give it a bit of a boost. Okay, and if you're killing Thargoids, the best way to do it is in a wing... Definitely. In, 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 just watch, watch who's shooting at you from your own wing, of course. Yes, indeed. Because so yes, get, get yourself some... Uh, any old ship will do. Put some AX guns on it, get into a wing, and um, of course we're all rich from these void opals, so the rebuys, pah, doesn't really matter. And if you shout in squadron chat when you log into the game, hi, is anybody going killing Thargoids in a wing? Uh, most evenings in the last week there have been people shouting yes. I think last night we had eight people, nine people in uh, one combat zone so yes just shout in squadron chat i'd also say if you're um if you're not kitted out with ax stuff and you want to go guardian stuff hunting also shout out for a wing because it's a lot more interesting if you've got people with you as with so many things in life indeedy well thank you very much for that so we need to boost there and kill there and uh, if you're in colonia then do tier Yes, and obviously yep. win our elections, but we're, we're getting quite good at that, so I'm not sure that'll be much of a problem. Pisces, you are going on a long journey. A song you have had in your head will play on the radio today and you will fall in love. Unfortunately, this journey is so long, your love will have left you for another. Still, there is always that month-old cold pizza to sob into, as that song plays again. this week's community goals news this week we have two competing cgs the fight for drevilada league and fight for namab purple brothers uh, when or if one completes the other will finish at the same time a long-standing enmity between two military leaders has escalated into hostilities in the drevilada Travel ladder system. Details were provided by freelance war zone reporter Carleen Troy. The personal rivalry between General Kendrick of Namab Purple Brothers and Marshall Cooper of Drevillada League has lasted for years. Each frequently accuses the other of incompetence and endangering the people of Drevillada. This grudge match has now spiralled into a state of open conflict. Both Kendrick and Cooper have asked the galactic community to support, provide support in crushing their opponent's forces. 
the two factions set, have set out week-long campaigns to take control of the Drevliada system, which will begin on the 21st of February. To earn rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at either Wheeler Dock or Grandin Port in the system. And that's this week's CG News. You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. Galnet News Digest, 21st of February, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Crow survives Neutron Fry-Up. Prax teases new combat software. Tharg files a complaint. Starport, at the centre of the galaxy. Crow survives Neutron Fry-Up. One of the leaders of the Distant Worlds 2 expedition has survived a type of encounter with a neutron star that was until recently considered unsurvivable. While attempting to supercharge her frameshift drive, Commander All Crows Are Black hit the neutron star exclusion zone and dropped into normal space inside the jet cone. This is an extremely hazardous environment, as your Kovas will take great delight in telling you repeatedly. Modules will take damage and start to fail within a few seconds. The intuitive approach of trying to get back into supercruise to try to get away from the cone is generally ineffective and results in the death of the commander. Fortunately for Crow, Commander Asmo27 has been conducting detailed tests on different survival strategies, and by following his recommendations, Commander All Crows Are Black survived to explore another day. The ASBO 27 Neutron Cone Survival Guide consists of three steps. Number one, pop a heatsink. This will stave off module damage for as long as possible. Number two, repair your canopy using your AFMU. There's no point in making it out, only to suffocate in the blackness of space because your canopy's broken. Number three, target any star that's in front of your ship and high wake out. You can't easily manoeuvre, so pick a star, any star that you're pointing towards, and is in range. There's no time to be fussy. Commander All Crows Are Black suffered 20% module damage, but the alternative would have been Fried Crow and a rebuy from a port 5,000 light years in the wrong direction. So if you ever find yourself bobbing helplessly in normal space inside a neutron cone, remember the three steps to survival. Pop a heatsink repair your canopy, and high wake out of the system. Heatsink, canopy, high wake. Be like Crow. Prax teases new combat software. Prax Incorporated, manufacturer of weapons and guidance systems, has hinted at revolutionary new combat systems just around the corner. 
Prax is celebrated as the company behind the Target Next Hostile threat recognition software. But far from relying on that success and the massive boost in share price it brought, the company is engaged in a massive research and development programme. Some politically correct pinko-liberal journalists, such as Adley King of the Federal Times, have criticised Prax for trying out new and untested weaponry in systems with a high civilian population. Prax insists that it is relatively rare for civilian ships to be destroyed during its testing programmes, and suggests that the occasional friendly fire incident is a price worth paying to safeguard our way of life. Tharg files a complaint. Tharg the Mighty, leader of the Thargoids, has filed a complaint against the Eagle Eye Network after it started broadcasting details of the systems he planned to attack a day early. It's a long-established rule of engagement that the Thargoids will only start attacking new systems on Thursday, also called Tharg's Day. That Cannon will spend Thursday morning running around the Eagle Eye network to find out what systems are likely to come under attack. And that the Thargoid kills from Thursday to Tuesday will determine what happens next. If enough Thargoid ships are attacked, the Thargoids will back off. Otherwise, they'll bring in a lot more ships the following week and start damaging stations. Wednesdays don't count. No one cares what happens on Wednesdays. With the newly targeted systems leaked a day early, Tharg has expressed his concern that the meatbag humans will have a head start in their Thargicidal slaughter. He will, of course, counter in the only way he knows. He'll do his best to ensure that there are no non-human signal sources visible for as long as possible, and that when they do arrive, that they'll be bugged. Bugged with lots and lots of brave Thargoids, willing to take part in the numbers game that will determine their future. Starport at the centre of the galaxy. A new starport has been towed into position near Sagittarius A-Star. The starport, which is yet to be fitted out, has been positioned in the Stumai FG-YD7561 system. A programme to fully outfit the station is expected to start around the 7th of March. The most important requirement will be a gift shop selling black hole rock, invisible black hole bobbleheads and novelty flight suits bearing the legend I went to visit Sagittarius A-Star and all they had in the gift shop was this lousy flight suit. Elsewhere in the galaxy, Commanders Highway Warrior and Veristhia of the Fuel Rats have completed their 600-hour, 25-day journey in supercruise to rescue their most distant client ever, Commander Deluvian. They will remain in position beside the client for the next two days and will complete the rescue during peak viewing hours on Saturday the 23rd of February on the insistence of their sponsor, the Radium Toothpaste Company and representatives of the isolationist religious group the Sublime Order of Van Manen Star, whose symbol is the sign of the Xbox, have indicated that they wish to meet in person with his munificence, Alvin de Feer, MKC, the leader of the Hutton Orbital Truckers, at the Commander Summit in Manchester on the 20th of April. They will bring with them the Divine Bonio, but are aware that in order to avoid offence, it must only be passed to his eminence via his advisor, 
Snozwell of Wheeler Cottage. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits, but what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lacon Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Singing. Well, howdy there, truckers. This is Old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. Now, you may ask, how do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tool around in the Milky Way? <laughs> while we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. And if you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself. Relatively pain-free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as keeping track of how many bottles of sake I done drank tonight with the waiter. I think we were having a sake drinking competition. I won though. Or maybe I lost because I paid for them all. Hell, I don't give a... So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a field, Commander Bam, 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 thank you, ma'am, took the lead with over 35,700 ladies, um, light years, light years, jumped, he jumped light years, 
Turn up the dons, Pithy Pirates this week is Commander Lucky DL. For the second week in a row, with 30 million credits earned and accounted for. Way to go, Commander! Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Sycon with 204 mission points earned. That's about on par with a leasty slug, and they're so slow they've been hunted to extinction. <laughs> Come on, get your numbers up there, Hoss. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker on it. Commander. <laughs> y'all are messing with me. I swear to Lale, y'all are just absolutely 110% screwing with my head, which is full of sake while I write and record this. Commander Firm Cheeks. That's Firm Cheeks. <laughs> Commander Firm Cheeks transported and sold roughly 54,000 tons this week. Well, all I gotta say is if your cheeks were as firm as what he says they is, you sold as many as you bought. But frankly, it looks like winter got the better of you. Yeah. Driving the hunting short bus this week. <laughs> Commander Snark 3D licked the winders while he transported 4,056 passengers around the galaxy. Way to go, Snark. Glad to see you're still alive. That's one of the ones. What's with the night shift? Snark 3D night shift. Go, go, go. Let's see. Now, where was I? Oh, there we go. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Lithobreaker in one hour, 23 minutes, and nine seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of February was done by, well, some commander with a funny looking name. It's like 07CMDR. So I guess he's saluting in his high fluting, saluting way. Anyways, he done it in one hour, 23 minutes, and 53 seconds. 07 Commander. Salute, Commander. Whatever. I give up. You think you got what it takes to beat these scores, especially February, which I ain't gonna say again, I swear to God. Then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You wanna hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and stop making funny ass names that I gotta try to figure out how to say in my recordings, because piss off <laughs> and then get to trucking and don't forget <laughs> I know that just encouraged y'all to just screw with me <sighs> if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one <laughs> get in touch with us get your very own hunting decal for your ship hunting top trucker brought to you by Lacon Spaceways the only ships in the galaxy what needs to come with extra bottles of sake for buck naked. That's me, because I'm still thirsty. Dang it. So, you've arrived in Colonia after deciding to leave the hustle and bustle of the bubble. You've picked out the hunk of rock you want to call home, and now you need to find an habitat and have it installed. 
Well, here at Frontier Developments, we have you covered. Know what I mean? Whether you're looking for the sleek practicality of a federal design, to the exotic luxury of the Empire, or even the shabby chic of the Alliance, we exclusively source our materials from a wide variety of independent suppliers. And our skilled craftsmen assemble it all to bring your dreams into reality. From biodomes to modular homes, landing pads to waste processing, we can help make your corner of space that little bit more habitable. Look us up in the station directory at Giles Station in the Doriso system. Frontier Developments, because it's the Frontier and it needs some developing. No identification with actual companies, buildings, persons, living bodies, spaces, and products is intended or should be inferred by this commercial. Truckers, listen up. Let me hear We filthy truckers. Hi, who you calling a filthy trucker, you filthy trucker? <laughs> <laughs> we are known throughout human space as the practitioners of the silly and the doers of the impossible. They said no one would lose money hauling scrap to Hutton just to make a mug. Who did it? Truckers. For the mug. For the mug. They said no one would be daft enough to deliver a mug to every station around Hutton Space. Who did it? A trucker. I heard she was fueled up on gin the whole way. When they said a handful of people couldn't repair a station on their own, who did it in two weeks? Truckers. Now the Thargoids threaten our very homes. They say we can't stop them. They say our defeat is inevitable. They say defense is impossible. Well, who does the impossible? Truckers. So, who's going to go out there and smack down those little thuckers? Is it you? You? How about you? Alvin needs you, trucker. Fight the Thargoids. Defend the mug. Save humanity. Paid for by the Hutton Ministry of Information, Propaganda, and Sitcoms. For the mug. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?